0: Please don't drink that red, red wine Please don't drink that red, red wine I tell you in the morning In the morning you'll be fine Please don't drink that red, red wine Please don't fake that bottle on my head. Please don't fake that bottle on my head. Don't no buy no other woman, no other woman in my bed. So please don't break that bottle on my head. Episode number eighty-eight of the Average Man podcast. Louisa brought in there by the Teskey Brothers. The smooth sound of the Teskey Brothers. I've been loving me a bit of blues lately. Hey, I've been. Uh, <clears throat> I haven't been listening listening to anything new, really, or any whole albums or anything. Just been making heaps of playlists, and and also just hitting up the uh, the playlists sort of that come when you just when you search an artist on Spotify, search the Teskey Brothers, and just roll through the. The top songs that they've got listed there And you just flick through the ones that you don't like And flick through the ones, you know, listen to the ones you do like And then I just grab those and and chuck them on my own personal um, playlists So I've been doing a lot of blues lately Um, Yeah, a a bit of everything as usual Hip-hop, metal, um, some punk lately again uh, A fair bit, but just the blues, have been loving it, eh So, yeah, brought in, as I said, by the Teske Brothers Smooth, smooth sounds of And we are... I had a bit of a, a bit of a blues and whiskey night last night, but the the music was really more of a background feature because we did this a few weeks ago. Had a, a, a an impromptu uh, whiskey, uh, gin, beer, punk rock night around um, your mate Robbie's house, and this this the three of us lads sort of got right into the weeds in in all music and um, the the punk that we grew up listening to, and sort of went to replicate it a little bit last night and do um, a bit of a blues and whiskey night. But there was just more. There was just more going on, really, and the music was a bit more background, and there was a bit more. There was a couple more people, so I don't know. It was just a normal catch up, drinking um, sort of session, but it was still good. It was still good, man. Um, but yeah, didn't really, didn't really just settle settle down and drink whiskey and talk about the music and 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 yeah. You know, Sample of a few because I, I bought a bottle around specifically for it, but we kind of didn't really get into it that much. It was just drinking beers and and talking shit as you kind of usually do. But um, I'm feeling a little bit tired today because I was in bed. Why I don't know. I probably only got four hours, five hours sleep last night or something like that. Um, and then I've been outside packing the camper trailer today But I'm, I'm feeling good because it is the last probably the last podcast before I go away on holidays Probably, I don't know, might, I might end up squeezing one in um, before Christmas or before New Year's But definitely the last one before I go away So I've come on here again, no agenda I was trying to tee up a, a guest for this week's podcast But I guess it's just a um, busy, busy time of year at the moment I'm pretty busy as well, so I haven't really gone out of my way to, to put it together Um, But yeah, I thought I'd come on and just do a little bit of a uh, wind up episode Touch over a couple of points before we get out of here And um, yeah, I am feeling good I'm feeling good that it's the last I've probably got got two or three days worth of work left Depending on how I go the next couple of days Uh, um, Originally and officially I'm supposed to be finishing up on Tuesday And having Wednesday to prep my shit And driving out on Thursday morning Uh, I may may end up coming in Wednesday even if it's just for a half day Just to get the last job wrapped up and over the line Um, Just sort of for peace of mind on that one And then just spend the rest of the day getting ready and pack my gear And still drive out on the Thursday But yeah, I'm pretty excited about it And it's going to be a good week too Like weather-wise, we're back down into the mid-30s Low low to mid-30s So that rain that came in on Friday It just belted us um, it was just awesome, really. I know it slowed down a lot of people at work, slowed down some of our other crews um, on, on some some time critical stuff that they're trying to get done. So that's not awesome, obviously. But for me, we were we were we'd done all our uh, outside work, and it was all just inside gear. So we had a cushy number inside um, doing fit off like carpentry fit off and tidying up jobs um, yeah, inside in the aircon. So we worked Friday, Saturday all pretty comfortably, and then now it's just been good. Saturday was a bit muggy in the morning. Um, and then it kind of cleared out, and last night, Saturday night, there was this beautiful breeze. It was like it was like October, where they were sitting outside, and you wouldn't definitely wouldn't say it was chilly, but yeah, it was not warm at all. It was nice, beautiful breeze just kept coming through. And, yeah, it was really refreshing. And then today, I've been outside pecking around with the camber trailer, as I mentioned, and, and um. It's just been really nice, a little bit muggy in parts, but, yeah, I think it's like only 32, 33 degrees today, and, and I was looking at the forecast. It's going to be pretty similar all week going around up to about 36 or something on the Thursday, and, and I'll be um, saying bye-byes by then, so I'm I'm all, I'm all good. I'm happy. I'm loving it. What a weird um weird sort of year we've had for, well, obviously, in general, um, with the old uh, COVID the old Rona kicking around, but just with the weather as well. Windy as shit this last second half of the year, which kept that that heat away for a, for a long time. Beautiful October weather, mild November until near the end, and it got real hot and muggy uh, the last sort of three weeks or so. And then now we've got this break in it again right before Christmas, and I'll, you got to wonder if it's anything to do with the, uh, the, the specific weather patterns around at the moment So last night I learnt the difference Between While we were having our uh, Beer and bullshit session I guess it was probably More of a beer and bullshit Than a, than a whiskey and blues session um, While we were having our Beer and bullshit session um, I learned the difference Between El Nino And La Nina Or La Nina Which Yeah I'd never knew I'd heard people s- Throwing those two terms around And I was like What's the difference what, What's the difference Between El Nino And La Nina um, And the difference is Um they're opposites. One the, the the temperature of the water uh, and the systems that like, that's created around those different um, water temperature zones. So, uh, La Nina, which we're experiencing at the moment, is colder than normal waters through the Pacific Oceans. And then I th- and then there's something specific around the, the, aqua- the, the equator line that uh, the weather patterns that flow off that sort of line. Uh, I think it creates a lot of storms and windy periods and can create droughts in other areas. I guess there's always a give and take um, sort of effect with the weather, but specifically uh, directly it causes stormy and windy kind of weather, and, uh, which is what we've been having. We've had winds for months now um and again massive storm already so yeah so it, it might be a a bit of a an elevated wet season for us this year because it feels a little bit like a wet season it's actually been raining like it's wet you know and um, and without the cyclonic winds we had a bit of a bit of uh, a blow on friday but it was really mainly just uh, rain which was pretty awesome um yeah it came comes down hard doesn't it so it's good to get that rain now did cause a few dramas around the place like I said with work and some waterproofing issues and shit like that. but you know that's all just life. you just deal with that shit as it comes and come and and, and, move, and move on from it. So yeah, um, I did I tell you what, I am getting into this whole whiskey thing at the moment. I'm still really, really, really just dipping my, dipping my toe in I'm just a, a full-blown uh, noob to the whole whiskey world. I've avoided avoided it for the longest time. And I think, you know, when you're younger, you hit spirits really hard and abuse them and don't drink them properly, and then that puts you off for a period of time, and your palate's probably not developed enough for it yet anyway. And then you get older, and I guess the general course of things is that you start moving into some of those different kind of drinks. I've been definitely loving the gin lately. Um, I enjoy a rum, but I don't like the mixes. It's really, really sweet. I haven't found a good way to, to mix it as of yet that it's enjoyable um, and not super sweet like with a ginger beer or something so I'm probably that's probably going to be short-lived that little relationship but the whiskey um, I've probably resisted for a while now because my dad's a whiskey drinker he loves it he drinks good whiskeys as well but he, he predominantly drinks I don't know if it's predominantly but it seems when I'm around it seems to be a lot of Johnny Walker and I just don't like the johnny walker um it's just got such a strong and specific taste to it so even though it's smooth and and you can taste that it's a quality uh whiskey when you're drinking it it's still just got that johnny walker taste and maybe it's something to do with abusing it like i said when i was a youth but um i just can't just can't get into the johnny walker eh? so I've, i've resisted it for a little while and then i couldn't really tell you what Sparked my interest to to go buy a bottle of whiskey and and give it a shot um maybe it's because I'm obsessed with tumbler glasses. I love really good tumbler glasses and and uh I've got a, a little collection started now I've got another one I know coming at at Christmas time, which is a bit of a um, spoiler alert for me when you when you have shared details online and internet banking that's uh, internet shopping that's linked to to your own email address and somebody buys you a present you get an email sent through a confirmation email sent through it kind of spoils the surprise a little bit so I know I got a good whiskey glass coming at Christmas as well um, but so maybe the fact that I got these tumblers and, and whiskey glasses just I wanted to put the right thing in the glass one of the glasses I got it might have been my birthday um, or even Christmas last year i can't remember but it's a. Uh, I I think it was my birthday it's a tumbler. And um, uh, and decanter set. And the decanter was just sitting there looking empty And I was like you know what I need to put a nice whiskey in that And make it look the part And, and have a sip on it So I did I bought the whiskey And jucked it in there um, A nice bottle of whiskey And you know, obviously I have no idea What's a good bottle of whiskey So I just read up on a couple of different bottles That were on the shelf in front of me And and, and you know Spent over $100 on one and, and thought that should do the trick And it's actually been really nice Um. I enjoyed it, so I've kind of been getting into it a little bit more now, and and I've tried a couple of different whiskies over the last few weeks, and I think the one that I that I bought it was a Shivers Regal, like an eighteen year old Shivers Regal, gold label thing. Um, it was nice. But I definitely think there's some other flavors that I'll be more interested in. I won't be going back this down this route again. I'll, um, I'll just sip away at this one for for the next couple of months and then move into something something else. But I've been loving it, eh? So many different flavors. It's a whole new world as well. And I've been getting a bit bored and over different tastes and things that I've that I'm used to drinking. Like I've gone right off the, I've gone right off the the just like standard cheap mid-strength beers. Uh, again, like I never used to drink those for the longest time. I was a real beer snob. I'd only drink like sort of boutique beers and like, you know, big big flavoured um, pale ales and pilsners and that kind of beer. And I wouldn't touch the, the mid-strengths and shit. And then when I came, uh, before we came back up to the Pilbara in 2017, I was a bit tight for cash. I started drinking, I don't know how this happened. I think I got peer pressured into it. I started drinking bush chooks. And didn't mind them, you know, whatever They were fine, they're cold, they're good I was I was putting those away for a while And then they were cheaper, obviously Than the, like, little creatures and shit And then came back to town And everyone's drinking the Great Northerns up here So I got onto the Great Northerns And then I've been drinking Great Northerns for a long time Still would have my carton of good beer in the fridge or whatever And sip away on a couple of those here and there But I was just drinking a lot of Northerns and I think I just started drinking too much of them because they're easy to drink, and you go drinking when you're camping and when you're fishing, and start drinking them at like twelve o'clock on a Sunday and just cruise around with a can in your hand, and and that's when I did the the dry, I the sober October, um, set up with a with a uh, what what's the word, I had a a little hold there in the middle of two days when I when I went away to Point Sampson, um, but. Coming out of that sober month, I was like, you know what? I think at least one thing I can take away from that is I don't need to just drink crappy beer for the sake of drinking beer. I'll just drink less beer and drink the bigger-flavoured, you know, full-strength beers that I enjoy. So that's something I've been doing um, lately, going away from those crappy beers, just drinking, back on, like, trying out different beers. I'm on the Zythos at the moment. They've got got an Indian pale ale and a tropical haze ale, and then trying some of these other... Boutique canned beers you're getting down at Northwest Liquor and stuff. So I've been enjoying playing around the different beer flavors again. And wine, I'm sort of not really right on onto the wine at the moment, um, just having the old glass here and there with dinner. But So the whiskey was kind of like a, a new uh, a new player into the game for, for me in, in taste-wise, something else to explore. And I've been enjoying it, man. I've been loving it super super um, noob as I said but um my mate Robbie's got this uh, whose house we were at last night it's got this New Zealand um, whiskey I didn't ask him what uh, which of the whiskeys it is because I got a couple but I think it's the the um, just hatched they call it this and it's called Kadrona this whiskey and it's bloody nice really nice rules real, it's sweet and kind of real real smooth easy to drink um, it's just nice the whole way down um so i was getting into a bit of that uh last night and, and um yeah and also took a bottle of glenn Livitz around as well which is just a standard mid-range whiskey i thought it was something something different i could, could could have a crack at and i don't mind that either so yeah just bumping around with all those different flavors and i'm staying a couple of nights in the city when we go down to perth this this um break Me and the wife Kids are getting babysat And um, after we get back from Denmark We're doing a couple of nights in the city So that'll be nice We'll go out to like I really want to do a Korean barbecue And go out and do another restaurant The the other night And we can walk around the the city during the day Maybe go I don't know We'll see um, What what we get up to Maybe go to Freo or whatever But just cruise around Get some lunch And Have a bit of kid free time And go out to those restaurants And then there's some cool bars I want to hit after dinner And I think one of them Will definitely be One of those um, Whiskey bars A speakeasy whiskey bar So Go in and and really try A few different A few different whiskeys And um, yeah See how I enjoy it So I'm looking forward to that I'm looking forward to that Whole little Well the whole break I'm looking forward to going to Perth And seeing family And Going to some good pubs down there And just having no work, being able to put the phone on silent and just sort of kick back and and take my time to relax into the holiday. Really looking forward to the the Denmark leg. Um, At this stage, we've booked like nine nights down there um, at the camper, um, the bush camp. Spot that we're taking the camper trailer to um, So full full Nine nights which will be Christmas And New Year's included, That's so I'm looking forward To that and checking out that region And doing some day trips down to Adelaide And the other side of Adelaide and hitting up The the winery and brewery And cheese factory and all that kind of stuff Around that area uh, The kids are frothing on it and then Yeah, a bit more time in Perth on the way back But also now this little sneaky two-nighter In, in Perth, I'm looking forward to yeah, Having a bit of a line in the morning and, and the kids will be out playing and having fun with their you know, nanny and poppy and nana and pa and, and um, cousins and aunties and that sort of stuff. So they'll be they'll be fine. We just get a bit of a break, which we just have not had um, for the longest time. I think the first time we had a, a, a kid-free night this year was my work due two weeks ago and it was great to go out and let our hair down. But, you know, the next day you buckled and you got to pick them up and so then you're kind of uh, trying to – Trying to pull your life Back together In bits and pieces For the whole day While the kids are there Sort of running amok So to have two days off And not going out And just getting hammered Like we did at the Christmas Do And having a whole day That middle day So we'll have one Night Obviously we'll see the kids That morning And then we'll have one night At the hotel And then we'll have a whole day To do what We won't know what to do With ourselves But a whole day To do whatever And then another night And then see the kids The next day So that whole day Is sort of going to be Pretty friggin' magical we, honestly we, i don't think we'll know what to do with ourselves so looking forward to that looking forward to the whole break in general um yeah and we finally just got a house I like it's, it's so hard literally only just they're coming around tomorrow monday and i drive out thursday it's someone who's who's um committed to the the whole time period to come and house it for us which has just been a bit of a background headache the whole time and i'm glad that's that's sorted and yeah, I thought there'd be more people hanging around town willing to babysit, uh, house it this year, and feed the cats and shit, but apparently not. Um, yeah, speaking of houses, the houses, the housing market's just gone crazy. Like this whole town's gone crazy this this year through the whole COVID thing, and the housing market's obviously mirroring what's the the things that are happening in town at the moment. So I drove past a listing on Sutherland Street uh, yesterday or the day before. And there was a new listing up, ninety three Sutherland Street. So I, I thought, I wonder what that's going for. Just out of curiosity, I, I, I jumped on the phone and called the 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 um, the agents, and they said it's actually already under offer, and I'm sure it's only been up for a few days. It's actually already under already under offer um, uh, for seven forty. It's a little three by one, It's a you know, half decent little house on a big block, but seven forty for a three by one. It's just like, this shit's going crazy, man And I reckon that would have been worth f- f- Like 450 maximum 500 Like two years ago So it's funny that we just We were speaking about that A couple of years ago When we first got back to town That now would be a great time to buy in Headland Because it's the bottom of the market And things are going to start coming back up right now And everyone would have those sort of conversations But most of us just sort of Treated it as lip service And didn't actually Invest in the in the market, and then if you had, if you'd have bought a house for four hundred thousand two years ago, you'd probably be selling it for six hundred now in, in, in Port anyway, which is pretty mad. But anyway, you know, you can wish that you'd done this, you can wish you could you, that you'd done that, but as uh, a wise man from um, Bad Santa once said, "Wish in one hand, shit in the other, and tell me which fills up first So yeah, wishing doesn't doesn't help anything out, mate. Um and anyway I, I, I've been pretty open about what my plan is over the next 2 or 3 years um at this stage and it doesn't involve buying property right now especially the I don't know $500,000 plus um yeah so as much as there is opportunities in this town and even though there probably there was a small window period where it was really um a good time to get in and, and buy that may have shut now or it's definitely shutting um, I just don't think it was for us anyway Everyone's got a different path You know That they follow I, I would I'd happily buy a house in Port Hedland It's just a timing and money Sort of Issue um, And that's so another thing I've Really started to settle in On Over the last couple of years Or definitely over the last This year Really this year I've started to settle into the fact that Even though I want to travel around the country Do this Do this year on the road with the podcast and the YouTube series I will be coming back to Headland afterwards And I can definitely see myself spending the next part of my life here um, I've always loved the town I've always ha- loved, there's a lot of good people here I've always loved the people here um, But I always thought that I would be here for a short period of time and move on um, And it's just growing on me like a Like a rash or a fungus. It's just—it's everywhere. It's under my arms. It's in my groin. It's—you know. Sorry, I took the analogy too far. Didn't you know, I? Sorry, sorry. It's—it is growing on me, but it—it's—it's. It's, I can see myself setting up camp here for a while, but then again, it doesn't really tie in with the logistics of, of, you know, I'm not looking to buy a house right now and the market may be I may be priced out of the market uh, in the next couple of years if I'm not already. Or things could spike a bit higher than they are now and they could level back down and come down to a more realistic um, uh, market price in the next five years and I might be able to get back in at that point. But anyway, it's all ifs, ands or buts right now. I've got other things that I'm planning on doing. But just a, an interesting um, thing to see that, you know, to talk about something like the market's at the bottom, it's at the bottom of the market. You buy this house now for $320,000 in Port Hedland. it's going to make money in the next two years. Sounds great. Sounds like you know what you're talking about, but to have the balls to go out and go, you know, the market is about to bounce back up. Things are shifting. There is about a whole lot of shit about to happen in, in industry that's going to be directly related to the Pilbara region and Port Hedland specifically, to, to take the, that ch- the chance or to have the available cash is another thing, but to take that chance and go, it is going to come back up, and to get in and to see the market actually just explode like it has, it's just fucking, uh, it's really cool. It's, it's cool, it's so interesting, you know. Such a weird thing, real estate. Um, the same piece of property that was... Let's say there's a piece of property that 10 years ago was worth, and I say worth in inverted commas because this is, this is just what uh, it would have sold for. So I guess you could say worth. Say something that was gone for 950000 10 years ago, right? Could have been a three-by-one in Port Hedland. Uh, then would have dropped down drastically and maybe three or four years ago would have been Hovering around the three hundred thousand mark, three fifty, and you know if you bought it and you can't sell it because of the price you paid for it, you're going to lose three times your money, or you're going to lose your money three times over. And then to see it creep back up, uh, and then all of a sudden explode again, and now be worth maybe that same piece of of property is worth seven hundred, seven hundred fifty thousand. But it's the same piece of property. It's so funny how – and I know this concept is is uh, mirrored all across, you know, the different uh, industries and, and financial realms. But it's just 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 for this one specific um, example, it's so weird that a house was apparently worth 900000 10 years ago and then it was only worth 300000 and now it's worth 700000 But it's the same fucking house on the same street in the same town. It's all just perspective. It's all just supply and amounts. It's all just what people want and what they're willing to pay for it's bloody crazy, it really is crazy And a lot of it Yeah, there's, I don't know People And I'm not going to put myself outside of this I'm I'm a, just a peanut like everyone else But it, it, we're so uh, Open to suggestion We're so easily led And told what we need and what we want And what something's worth And what we, what we need to buy And where we have to be and It's so crazy that our economy is just based on the whims of people who say things are worth a certain amount. Like the whole stock market, like prices going up and going down all on just on people's opinions about what, where a company is and what's going to happen to them in the near future. And it's, not, it's it's all just on opinion. It's such a friggin' it's a weird thing. And millions and millions of dollars are made on these whims and these it's like a friggin like a friggin crazy ex with a with a mood swing just going up and down up and down in your life and the quality of life you live and is, is fucking dependent on, on the mood swing of this fucking insane person. it's like what the stock market is and and, and just the financial sector in general so fucking crazy man. Anyway, going off on a tangent. About something you know nothing about is um it's always uh, a bit risky, so I'll just I'll just abandon that one there and leave it leave it rolling out there on its own. So, Bill, borders are open anyway. Borders are open. Full hard. That was a full hard uh, topic change. Then hey, there was no finesse. There was no like segue. I didn't try and swing the conversation around. That was just like an axe to the one conversation. Just bang and just. Into a completely different direction, but it's done now. So borders are open um, from most states around the country. Uh, South Australia was the last state to have a an outbreak, so they're like the dodgy, the dodgy cunts at the moment. Um, everyone's sort of talking behind their backs, and like most of the states are like openly. Like shaking their hand. Go, hey, how you going, South Australia? Now you're all good, mate. You come in, and then when they're not looking, they're like, "You dodgy, can't watch him, watch him. He's fucking liable to sneeze on you and give you the COVID." But they're letting them in, um, and just keeping their eye on those hot spot areas. Again, just talking about them behind their backs, um. But all the other borders are pretty much open, though you'd think there'd be a little bit of snide remarks and, and, and untoward behaviour going on between, like, Queensland and, uh, and, and WA talking about, like, it's, you know... New South Wales Sydney specifically And Melbourne Behind their backs as well Even though we're like Smiling to their face Hey guys come on in It's all good It's all good You dirty fucking cunts What are you doing Got the COVID Rolling around in there Yeah no it's all good here. Yeah, come in now we know you're all been clean for a month Now one month We beat this thing Like three four months ago And you guys just finally got your act together The last three weeks No no it's all good Come in So there's definitely A bit of that going on But then WA Are not even Not even putting up The, the false pretense With South Australia They're just They're just like You dirty Dirty bastards you want to come to, a, to Western Australia, and you're from that cess pit called South Australia, specifically Adelaide. You're going to have to quarantine for 14 days. Don't give a shit if there's any active cases. 14 days. That's it. So there's still that that um yeah there's there's not a hard border. You can come over, but they've made it, and you've got to check in, and everywhere you go, you've got to fr- friggin' fill out a form and tell them that you're a dirty South Australian bastard and that you fucking. Uh, sneezing all over the place back home where you come from. And, uh, you know, they're they're definitely making it difficult for South Australians to come over to WA, although they've opened up the borders to pretty openly now from sydney and melbourne I, th- I think you still have to fill in some form so wa has their own set of rules that are more stringent than the, than the rest of the country of us it's, it's real quite like snobby we're like put our nose in the air like yes well we're not gonna mess around with covid and these other filthy bastards you want to come over here you have to fill out a g2g form whatever whatever that is and uh, right you know tell us where you've been and where you're going and basically follow you around the state the whole time you're here. And, and if you're from South Australia, you'd still have to do the full-blown, hardcore 14-day uh, uh, quarantine period. So I doubt there'd be a whole lot of South Australians coming over to, to WA right now. It's just funny, though, you've got all this backstabbing and, and and yeah, snide remarks. I, I just imagine it as a group of, group of, sort of so-called friends all, like, Reunited with one another And pretending to open up You know Business deals And and, and, um, Conversations And everything again Shaking hands But really they're just Talking about each other Behind each other's back It's what it feels like A little bit In the country at the moment eh? But yeah That's WA for you anyway Always the nanny state Always Always the nanny state I'm not sure what New Zealand's Deal is If they're letting um, The dirty Aussies over there at the moment Or if they've got a closed border internationally But I don't know I don't know Bring on the fucking vaccines Shoot it into my eyeball Or right down the eye of my dick Whatever you got to do Just let me fucking go to Bali That's all I care about I'll fucking I'll skull a whole fucking container full of the vaccine If you let me in, Out of the country Probably grow a third fucking eye And scales on my fucking skin And shit like that And give birth to mutant children But You know As long as you give me my freedom back It's it's a fair trade-off, I reckon. It's a fair trade-off. Put some dodgy things in my body over the years. I've seen a funny meme, meme the other day. Some chick, like, it says, it's like a, you know, they do like the Kate. And then it says, I'm not taking that vaccine that they developed so quickly. We don't know what's in it. could be anything in that, in that vaccine. And then it says, also, Kate, there's a picture of some chick snorting a big dirty line of fuck knows what off the of table at a party. And it's like... It's so true, isn't it? Like, all of a sudden, people get up on their high horses um, about what they're going to put in their bodies and what they will and won't take, and then, you know, flash forward to f- Saturday night and they're throwing back fucking vodkas and fucking and shots and snorting fucking all sorts of random shit from some dodgy person they've just met fucking off a dirty table in a fucking back of some party somewhere. So, yeah, yeah, watch out for those vaccines, but They'll get you. Um... Anyway, look, I'm finding myself uh, just sort of wandering all over the place here um, and I think that it was just a bit of fun. These little tangents I've been going off on have been getting stronger and stronger lately, I've noticed, but that's sort of because I've been going less on the the script and uh, less, less notes and more free flow podcasting, which is what I really want to do. So there's maybe a bit of a teething uh, issue right now where um, – I don't know. Maybe people enjoy the the random little rants that I'm going on, and and um, and maybe they need to keep that as part of the podcast format. But maybe I could time in and out a little bit better because I feel like I feel like when I come out of these little. Tangents and these little rants That's I kind of don't have Anywhere to go from them When you're solo podcasting It's kind of just like I just did before Like a clean sever Of an old conversation and Start a new one So Maybe there's a bit of There's a few teething problems At the moment And trying to Use less notes And I'm just Need to get better at, At 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 guiding myself or navigating myself around these, these tangents and these little rants and coming back into reality and not letting it get too far off track. So there's a little bit of a learning curve there at the moment. So um, forgive me and appreciate your patience. And I also think that's probably enough out of me. I hope I haven't sounded too nasally on this podcast. I've definitely got a bit of like some blocked sinuses coming through the background at the moment, which is just fucking awesome. Three days before I go on holidays, uh, just exactly what I want is to just get some frigging sinus infection or some sort of shit. So a little bit run down. I think I need to just make sure I get my eight hours sleep the next few nights and um Lay off the whiskey maybe Um, Yeah, or maybe the whiskey will kill it Maybe I should snort some whiskey at my nose And that'll burn the sinus infection away What do you reckon? Uh, Anyway, okay I'm gonna go man, shit's getting weird Uh, And yeah, shout out to all you BHP workers Who had your work through cancelled last night Um, And got An invitation to pick up Food truck takeaway instead Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Uh, I would laugh about it or make some sort of uh, snide comment, but this is way too many people who work for BHP who got fucked over by that. So I feel for you. Um, yeah, that's lame. It's super lame. I hope you enjoyed your takeaway fucking food truck food anyway. And hopefully they do something bigger next year. I reckon they should do something in, like, January or February as, like, a make-up party, some sort of fucking big event for the BHP workers and just put them on and get that big setup they were going to do across the Oval. I wonder if they'd still pay everybody because they would have had all those fucking rides and fucking the people they hire the tents off and caterers and all sorts of shit. They would have all been prepaid. So they must have just had to pay those people for fuck all and, and just wear the cost of it, which is, you know, obviously... You know, don't feel sorry for BHP for having to blow a little bit of money, but I'm sure it would have been a costly uh, exercise. But seriously though, if you work for BHP, that sucks. I, I love you guys. I got a lot of friends and and, and stuff who work for BHP. I just, yeah. Um, yeah. On the scheme of things, was pretty funny though to see <laughs> that was that was what they resorted to cancel the the work do because there was a bit of rain instead of booking something else out and doing it at a freaking indoor stadium or some shit, you know, um, and, and then just. Giving them the option to drive down and get free takeaway from their food trucks. So, a bit of Anyway, that's it. Enough of me. Um, Average Man podcast, episode number 88. Looks like I'm not going to crack 90 this year. Episode number 88. Louisa, over and out. Take it easy. You.